0: Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Close Encounters of the, the Nerd Kind podcast. My name's Imran it's TJ Sutherland, Dan Collacott.
1: With new episodes released on the
2: first and third Mondays of the month, catch Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind podcast at ForeverInElectricDreams.com.
0: Welcome, one and all, to the Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind podcast. I am your host, Dan Collacott, and I'm here with my podcast compadres, Imran Mirza and TJ Sutherland. And today is part two of our change the ending series of podcasts. And we are focusing on the slightly divisive Zack Snyder directed Watchmen film. So if you've never seen the Watchmen, um, and I don't know, plan to probably on the basis that you've seen the Watchmen TV series, then I would immediately stop listening because there will be spoilers ahead. Uh, We will obviously be talking about the ending. Um, And also, we will be making some references to the Watchmen TV series, but um, I, in particular, will try and avoid any spoilers on that front. So anyone has seen that, including TJ and Imran. I don't think either of you have seen it, have you? No, I haven't. Nope. Not yet. Right. Well, I will avoid spoilers. So going over to TJ, um, this is a film I think you feel fairly passionate about. Um, So if you were going to change the ending, what would you do? Yeah.
2: so, So, I mean, I guess just to... Give a bit of context of if people have been living under a rock and have no no idea of what the Watchman uh or what Watchman is about. Um so it's it's based on the um graphic novel by Alan Moore, um which was written back in the early eighties or mid eighties? No probably mid eighties, I think actually. Like Eighty six. Eighty six, yeah, cool. Um so yeah, uh, written by Alan Moore, great piece of great piece of work. Um, as you mentioned, the film was directed by uh Mr Zack Snyder. Um and you know, stories are, are basically it's a deconstruction of the superhero genre. Um and it's set in alternate history in the year nineteen eighty five, around the height of the Cold War between the US and the and the evil Russians. Um, uh, as a a group of mostly retired American superheroes investigates the murder of one of their own before uncovering an elaborate and deadly conspiracy, while their moral limitations are challenged by the complex nature of circumstances. Thank you very much, Wikipedia. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so that's the basic premise of the film uh, and the graphic novel. Um, And the film came out uh, sort of late uh, 2009, uh, I think it was, and it was hugely anticipated you know it was going to be a tentpole movie for Warner brothers and dc i think prior to the dc eu stuff all kicked off it was going to be like you know a big statement of intent from them um iron man had come out the year before i believe yes yeah it came out just before so you know there was a bit of a early wave of um anticipation of comic book movies and A lot of people are looking forward to it, myself included. And I think a lot of people jump to the defence of the film, and I used to as well, um, quite vehemently, because I'd be like, oh, it's a faithful rendition of the graphic novel and yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. And it is. I mean, it's pretty much a page-for-page retelling of the graphic novel. And most comic fans would have you, you know, would-be more than happy with that but on closer inspection for me having recently watched the film and and read the graphic novel kind of more or less back to back um to be honest I found everything that's good about the story or good about the movie is done just as well in the comic and in many cases it's done better um and the movie just it feels like a pale imitation um Snyder doesn't really. Grasp Moore's intent or the story that he was trying to tell. I think in the way that he gets his actors to perform certain scenes, and you know, all of the direction from him just felt a little bit, um, I don't know, a bit lackluster. Um, and he doesn't do anything to make the film kind of stand out as his, as something, um, you know, as a as a standout movie or you know, in some cases for me, just gets things straight up wrong. Um, and he only got the gig, let's face it, because 300 did well stylistically. You know, he knows how to shoot a good scene. He loves the slow motion, as we all know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, he was kind of riding the wave of, of coming out of 300. So, um, But, yeah, in terms of what I change about it, and I think this is something that anyone that derides to film would agree on for the most part i think is the very end um so at the end of the movie um in the graphic novel actually which way shall i go Shall i go with the movie ending first and then and then tell you what i change that makes sense?
1: yeah movie ending i'd say yeah. what happened in the movie ending and why you hated it and then okay what you wanted, I guess. okay
2: so uh, snyder in his infinite wisdom decided to veer from the ending that was in the graphic novel and he decided to have um the character ozymandias oh spoiler alert well obviously does that already but yeah he decided to have uh, one of the characters ozymandias frame Dr. Manhattan for um, a bunch of nuclear attacks or, or nuclear-based attacks around the world, um, making him public enemy number one and supposedly drawing the US uh, and the Russians together, um, breaking the Cold War because they unite against the common enemy. Um, you know, I guess in theory or in paper that, you know, it's not completely ludicrous, but to me, there's problems with that story can, I, that,
0: can I, um just just but, mention one thing which yeah. was in the film that I don't think was in the graphic novel, mm. and that they also made out that um Dr. Manhattan himself was radioactive in a way that actually affected other humans like he was dangerous. oh yeah
2: that was that was actually in the graphic novel because that was okay. the reason why he um, went to Mars, I think it was initially, because that was part that again that was part of, okay. of Ozymandias' plan to um, make him leave the planet because he thought he was giving people cancer and stuff like that. So it was to get him out of the way so he could start his. Ah,
0: uh, okay, I didn't actually realise. From... that. So Schneider was effectively double doubling down on the radioactive. Yeah, yeah, something. exactly.
2: And again, like I say, on paper it's it's not completely ludicrous, but. Um, you know, I mean, at the start of the story, you're told that Dr. Manhattan being on the side of the Americans caused the Cold War to be extended, and the Soviets are scared of him because obviously he's on the American side and he's all powerful and he's got a massive blue penis. So who wouldn't be scared of that? <laughs> um, he,
0: also, he, he also meant his involvement um, in the American military in the, in the alternative reality meant they won the Vietnam War as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: So they were obviously, you know, saw him as a as a big uh, a big obstacle to, to them winning the war, but also they just immediately tied him with the US because he was fighting the US side, he was killing their troops. So you know that 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 makes complete sense. But you know, for <laughs> I I don't quite get that if framing him for these explosions that devastated the world. Why would the Russians suddenly unite with the Americans when the whole time they considered him to be a, th- a massive threat? I mean, surely that would just escalate things even more.
1: But it was the common enemy thing, wasn't it? Like in terms yeah. of if one person, if one superhuman being has attacked them both as well as others, then why would you continue a fight? You know, if to each... You, You punch me and Dan in the face. Why would Dan and I fight about it, as opposed to coming right back at you? Right, you're not going to punch me in the (laughs) face. But um...
2: very tempted to do (laughs) (laughs) it. But then I, again, I, you know, I just find it a bit of a, a bit of a strange leap that, you know, suddenly they they band together against this guy who was an American citizen and was fighting on the American side. And even if, you know, like the Russians, I say the Russians, apologize to any (laughs) any Russians actually listening to this. But, you know, the whole time there, they've been touted about as, you know, not trusting the Americans, wanting to go to war with them, you know, being jealous of this, uh, you know, this uh, Dr. Manhattan, who's like tearing their armies apart, and then they're going to jump in bed with them very quickly because they perceive, you know, I, I mean, in the graphic novel, um, the world is at the, at the very end of the, at the story, um, the world's got some sort of stability. Um, you know, Russians and the Americans have united, um, against a common enemy, which I will jump back to in a sec, uh, for my proposed alternate ending. Um, but there's another problem with uh, the whole thing with Rorschach's journal as well, threatening to break down this um, this stability that they've managed to establish. Because if Azamandius's hoax was it just validated, the Soviets' concerns about the threat posed by Doctor Manhattan thereby justifying global conflicts, then how did? proving you as a threat to suddenly bring unification. Like that's that's the part that I, I really struggle with because the Russians hadn't vibed with the US up until that point and then suddenly they've got this common enemy which they were happy to jump in bed together about. So um yeah I, I'm just I'm, I wasn't convinced thoroughly by that ending. Um so I mean keeping it quite quite simple actually I would uh, be much more tempted to go back to the original squid monster ending, um, that's in the graphic novel. Um, you know, granted it, if you read it back now, it does, you know, the character, the monster itself does look a little bit silly and a a little bit weird, but it was drawn in the eighties. So, you know, everything was weird in the eighties. Um, but yeah, I, you know, there's, you can't tell me that they couldn't have come up with some sort of Lovecraftian monster or something along those lines. And, um, created something like that, to, which to me would have made much more logical sense. You know, an alien force comes down because that was Ozymandias' plan in the graphic novel that an alien, that, to make the world think an alien force is invading. Um, everyone bands together. They fight against a common enemy and peace is achieved. Um, to me, that makes a much more common sense ending. But Mr. Snyder in his infinite wisdom decided to over convolute the ending for me. Um. So yeah.
1: So that's the graphic novel ending because that... I, I, I'm probably the one of the three of us that has, I have no experience with the graphic novel. I've never seen or read it. Um, when the movie came out, that was literally my introduction right. to Watchmen. I I didn't know anything about it prior to that movie. Um, but yeah. so I, I've always heard about the squid, um, sort of yeah. at the end. But it's that's what it is. It's an inex- inexplicable, um uh alien creature who's attacking is yeah. it is it, it's, it's it right it's,
0: or... it's not real so ozymand is um it, it's some through some sort of tele teleportation it, he he yes. teleports this thing in the middle of um i don't know is it new york i don't know where it appears Somewhere, yeah Square. that's it
2: so but it, he it, does it in other cities as well doesn't he it, like it it doesn't move around is is right? isn't it, it appearing does it not appear in other cities as well?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember. Possibly, but yeah, it, because, but that,
2: because it, that's why they thought it was a, a a world invasion or something along those lines. But yeah, something
0: like that. But it, it's basically not. It's not real. So yeah. I I can't even remember how the the technology used to create it. But yeah, yeah. he got
2: he got like some scientists and because he killed all, all, all these guys to do it. But he got like a bunch of like artists, scientists, engineers, all the rest of it. Um, yeah. and got them to create this fake alien um stage this fake alien invasion of the earth um which you know gets obviously shitloads of media attention and everyone thinks the world's coming to an end and we're being invaded by aliens.
0: Well not it wipe out thirty percent of the earth? I don't know. It's like a yeah,
2: it's like a, it's like a huge percentage. It's it basically the incident is the same in terms of the devastation it causes, but the Crux of it is the, the the vehicle that he uses or the mechanic that he uses to make it happen is different in the graphic novel as it is from in the film. And in the film, he had he added the Doctor Manhattan element, which just was I don't know. He wanted to yeah. add another layer to it for some reason. I don't know why.
1: So yeah, Manhattan's not involved in the squid ending in any context.
2: No, the, the whole thing with Manhattan—he, everything that's in the film up to the point where he makes Manhattan believe that he's giving people cancer—that's all in in the Graphical Hall. And Manhattan leaves the Earth because he thinks he's killing people, which is all the setup of Barzamadius anyway. But he wanted Manhattan out of the way just so he wouldn't mess with his plan, which is pretty straightforward.
0: So in, there's in the two versions in, in the graphic novel, there's an, there's this giant energy wave that yeah. is attributed to the giant squid monster. That's obviously yeah. fake. That's teleported yeah. to multiple cities at once in the film. It's still a giant energy wave, but it's attributed or blamed on Dr. Manhattan uh, yeah. rather than, you know, an alien invasion or squid or whatever you, whatever you think or hmm. we'll call it. So that is i don't
1: have a problem with it myself like yeah. i don't know if it's just the fact like i didn't come from the the graphic novel perspective of it hmm. but and i totally hear what your your you know your points you're right i suppose if if manhattan it's actually a really good point i hadn't considered if manhattan is technically considered american in as much as he's fighting american wars hmm. then why would you know what happened be deemed anything other than attack from the from america yeah. So that's actually a really interesting point. I never considered that one. Because really. because he's
2: the he's the reason why the Cold War was so extended as well. Because when he first arrived in in a movie setting, when he first arrived in the seventies or sixties sixties, because he he's fighting in the Vietnam War, right? Yeah, so yeah sixties. Um, um, yeah, when he when he first arrives he, and he turns the tide of the Vietnam War, that's why the Cold War got extended beyond you know um beyond or why it was exasperated I say. Um oh. yeah, so exacerbated. Exacerbated, that's the I, I as I said it I was like no, wait, that's not the right word. <laughs> Elasticated. <laughs> that one, that's even better.
0: Because <laughs> um, yeah. he he was you know worth pointing out he's he was an American. He was an American scientist mm. before he became Dr Manhattan. Um so yeah, it, it it rings true. Why he has always been aligned to America, and yeah. why the point you make, TJ, is very good. That why would why would Russia suddenly be suddenly think that this you know this American who who got superpowers would suddenly turn on his own country as well as them?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean it's like I say. On paper, it's not completely ludicrous, but, I mean, to me, there was an ending there that was, you know, pretty straightforward um, and made complete sense. You know, there wasn't any, for me, any reason to question it, apart from the fact that Snyder didn't like the look of the squid. So, you know,
1: whatever. (laughs) uh, Obviously, this is such a polarising... Uh, kind of conclusion to the movie, like the there is a it is a controversial kind of decision he he took, and it had a lot of strong backlash from from you know fans of the comic book is it are, are, do they kind of reflect and mirror what you 've specifically said, or were they just die hards in terms of no, there was a squid, and we want the squid is that was it think, as straightforward I mean, as that or
0: for
2: me i think when i when I saw it in the cinema and I was waiting for this moment. And I, I didn't. I think I saw it quite early, actually. So you now I was waiting for this big reveal and the squid to come down, devastation and blood and guts and all sorts of shit everywhere. And um, and then it turned into the Manhattan thing. I was like, oh, okay, sure. And uh, it's not like I, I was like massively disappointed at the time. I it was just a bit of a, huh, feeling. Um, So, yeah, it was just a little bit of a letdown um, for me at the time. And then, and also I think as I've watched the film again, um, you know, there are other parts of the film that just irritated me um, just in terms of Snyder's direction and that sort of thing. So, I mean, for me, there's a few other issues with the movie outside of the ending, but the ending I think is a, is something that grates me the most.
0: Okay. Uh, well, before, before we go back to the other issues, because, you know, that's a valid discussion. Um, yeah. Imran, now you, what? Well, now you know what you know. I mean, I presume at the time you were pretty okay with the ending as you saw it, but was there anything, you know, in that final sequence of the film that annoyed you, bothered you, troubled you that you would have changed?
1: Oh, great question. Um, I, I don't know. I suppose you're kind of watching a superhero movie, so it was anticlimactic in as much as there's no, in a way, climax in terms of they go to to the guy's lair. Uh, they probably fight for no more than thirty seconds with talking in between, and then it's like, oh, I'm not a comic book villain. I've already done it. And then he, they explain it and Rorschach's demise was the probably the most shocking part of it. Um, but I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I, I probably, cause it's a superhero movie. So you kind of expected not an Avengers style face off at the end, but I think you probably path, expected. Yeah. yeah. You you kind of expected more of a, a conclusion in terms of a confrontation and the fact that they ultimately fail. Um, and the, you know, in inverted commas, the villain kind of wins uh, mm. or achieves his plan. It was a, it was a surprise, but I kind of it it kind of fit with the fairly sort of visceral tone of the whole movie. Um, it is incredibly uh, violent; it's incredibly uh, disturbing. I think at times, you know, I think um, the comedian attacking um, uh, Carla Gugino's character, yeah. uh, you know, by the pool. I mean, it's a it's a pretty. Uh, um, disturbing scene in of itself, and there's there's a lot of difficult things in there to watch. I think when he shoots his uh, the, the the lady that he impregnated in uh, Vietnam, um, and just you know, it's a series of really disturbing things. So the ending kind of fits the somber ending, kind of fit in tone with the movie. It was never really going to be a, a smiles and high five ending, um, but um, yeah, I I I, th- I thought it kind of it fit i, I and I, I guess with the portrayal of manhattan being someone who didn't feel connected to the world around him anymore it was almost like yeah okay i'll go like this kind of works this fits <laughs> you know so i'll just head off back to mars and make my metal circular cost. things so, yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, but no i yeah it fit for me ish yeah Dan again as someone who's consumed both um sources what would you what was your interpretation of it
0: well I remember when I watched well actually sorry when I read the graphic novel I could fully admit that the squid that as T.J. said the artwork and the kind of nature of a giant sort of blob squid thing was a bit it was a bit naff it just didn't you know, even in the graphic novel, considering everything that went before it was so you know dave Gibbons' art artwork is incredible it's so stylized you know even today uh the the smiley face with the blood tear and the Rorschach mask and you know there's so many elements in it that are completely iconic, so I can you know sort of admit that maybe not going with the squid of the you know the the squid of the graphic novel kind of made sense it was very dated um but you know exactly as tj said i i hope they came up with just something creature based that was just a bit more effective um you know uh, is it cthulhu you know lovecraftian yeah. that would have been absolutely perfect and i and you, you think of the The visual nature of of any kind of Schneider directed film, you would have felt like that that was something that could have been pulled off really easily. So, Mm. yeah, I I kind of uh, at the time when I was in the cinema, the problem with it was, you know, I I didn't, I don't think I hated it. It didn't offend me. It's not what I expected, um, and I think, you know, on subsequent viewings of the film, the, the thing that really sort of began to grate on me is, in the graphic novel, what happens to Rorschach and Rorschach's journal, and Rorschach's death is almost the, is almost a focal point because Rorschach is almost central to everything that happens. He's the you know, he's the narrator. He he brings every element of that story together, and the fact that you get this incredibly emotional and poignant ending, which you still have in the film, but because of the everything's blamed on Doctor Manhattan, it sort of shifts everything emotionally away from Rorschach mm. to Doctor Manhattan, because Doctor Manhattan sort of becomes the you know, the biggest victim.
2: Yeah, it becomes a focal point for everything. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that to me is wrong because before, I know, I know we, you know, we've all got probably quite a lot of things to say about, um, you know, the other aspect of the film. But for me, um, Rorschach in, uh, oh God, uh, was it Richard? No, hang on a minute. Let me get the name right. It's um, Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, the actor, yeah, yeah. I never remember, but I think he was the perfect casting, and everything yeah. about Rorschach uh, was exactly what I hoped for. And I, I also think um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is um, uh, who's who is he in in Walking Negan. Dead? Negan. That's it. I think those two actors. Are just absolutely fantastic in this film. They carry a lot of what is, of what is bad about the film. They manage to carry the good stuff on their shoulders. So yeah, so the fact that um, the shift, you know the the weight of the film is shifted towards Doctor Manhattan and away from uh, Rorschach is probably, you know, is it, fundamentally not a good thing. And it's also interesting that, and as I said, I'm not going to go into a massive uh, diatribe about uh, the Watchmen TV series. Uh, I thought it was excellent. There's also a lot of things within the TV series that that potentially don't actually make sense if you refer back to the graphic novel or the film. But the one thing I noticed... uh... I had a question about that, actually. Is the the TV
2: series set after the film? Is it... yeah. Yeah, okay,
0: it is, but it the 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 oh, industry. Sorry, what, thing, sorry uh, what I mean is,
2: is the TV show? I know it's set after the after the events of the film slash graphic novel, but did they make reference to, like the ending of? Well, that,
0: that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, so in 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 the TV series, it, it's got some nice. It, it's not it's not on the nose. You don't things get woven in over the course of the. Of the actual series, quite subtly, it's not it's not in your face that this is a sequel to The Watchmen. It's only as as a few of the kind of um, plot and character points develop, you start to realise that there is a continuity. Um, They do revisit um, a lot of the plot points, but yeah, the main thing I was going to say is in that version of the story, the squid. Was the ending so? Ozymandias, right? Um, yeah, ev- everything that that happened was squid based in the ending. So, Ozymandias in the TV series, um, yeah, everything works off the basis of, of the fact that he deceived the world, um, and he creates a this is the only spoiler he creates a repeated anomaly that there is miniature squid rain. <laughs> it's right. every, every um I don't know, every week they get you, in America, I don't know if it could be other parts of the world actually, there is um it, it rains tiny baby squid. <laughs> and it, it's his his method of maintaining the threat of this of the alien squid. So it's, it's like, it, it keeps that... yeah. Yeah, it keeps that mythos going. It keeps that threat there. Um, so, yeah. So it's... it's
2: the other that... thing. Sorry, just to chip in. That's the other thing as well, isn't it? It's, you know, once you have something like that, okay, it's great, you know, if, if they'd have done the Doctor Manhattan thing um, and blamed him for it, okay, he fucks off to Mars and, you know, the world unites and against uh, a common enemy. But then after a while, people are going to go... Well he's not been around for a while. What are we scared <laughs> of? Them? They start fighting again. So unless you have something that's a constant like reminder that, you know, we need to band together to to face off against this common foe, you know, what how do you how do you do that if the if the, that one thing has just gone off to miles?
0: True. Yeah. And I think you would also Well, I, I, I presume at the end of the film, well well maybe in the T V series or in any continuity, they would have to be thinking about striking back against him because okay. he yeah. you know, he's he's a real person and they know that this person well, I say person, but he was a person, they know who he is, they know they know where he's gone, they know he's on Mars. So just send a rocket out there and get to him
2: in about Two years, just... yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Whereas I think maybe the this this weird invasion. I mean, again, that, that that there's a there are continuity errors with that in the TV series because no one seems to be questioning. Well, where are these where's this squid rain coming from, or where did the squid come from? So that's not maybe adequately tackled, but at least there's. A running mystery to it, which, as you say, would have been quite tough if it had been Dr. Manhattan that had, you yeah. know, caused the conflict, or caused the apocalypse. Yeah.
2: yeah, so I mean, I, I don't want this to turn to character assassination of Zack Snyder, and less said about Justice League, the better. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, on, on repeat viewing, it, it, the film's not... Repeat viewings and rereadings of a graphic novel, um, it's not really matched up to what I would have liked. And I think the ending just kind of encapsulates stylistically um, choices that he, that he made that, you know, didn't really work for me. So.
0: I think you need to elaborate on it because most people who've seen the film or know about the film, or even if you haven't, it is a, a, a practically a panel by panel recreation of the graphic novel, um, with the subsequent, I don't know, director's cuts or extended cuts, whatever you call them. Also including the, the black freighter, um, you know, so much of, you know, everything's been recreated from the graphic novel. So I think, well, I mean, that perspective, it, and, I, and I, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I think it's probably worth delving into what exactly you think was done was done badly.
2: I just I just felt like you know some of the you know a lot of the guys that were a lot of the actors and actresses that are, that are in the movie have, have obviously been in a lot of other things, but at the time it wasn't really like I don't think any of them outside of maybe. Maybe Carla... um, What's his name? uh, Gugino. 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 Um, I don't think there were any sort of real big names in the movie as such. Patrick Wilson.
0: If if I'm wrong. Sorry? Patrick Wilson was...
1: Yeah, I guess. He wasn't a big name before the movie, was he? I hadn't seen him. I've seen him in loads since yeah I, I don't think i'd seen him in any or i don't think i remember him from much uh, i mean they've got, yeah, i mean they've,
2: they've kind of gone on like a lot of them in the movie have gone on to you know do amazing work outside of the film and kind of really flex the acting chops and, I, and I'll, I'll give you um the guy who played rorschach whose name i've just completely forgotten. even though you said it like two seconds ago, james um james earl something james. Jackie O'Haley you asshole Checking. <laughs> yes um, yeah he uh, you know his performance as Rorschach was, was was very good um, but I, I don't know I don't know why and again this may just be a personal thing but I just felt like a lot of their performances just felt a bit flat in, in, in some parts and you know there was a lot of the The humor that was, or the dark humor that was in the graphic novel, uh, again, I I felt didn't quite match up to what was, or it wasn't reflected as well in the movie. Um, The movie felt uh, pretty bleak at times, which I know the story is a pretty bleak one anyway. So, you know, it might sound like a weird thing to say. Um, And I won't get into that weird text scene in the owl
1: oh my god I was I have wanted to mention that, that scene because it's, I watched it again a couple of days ago in preparation for this and it's just one of the worst things I ever and I was like if I bring it up they're going to be like oh, okay weirdo And it's, it's, it's such a, a ridiculous scene isn't
2: it sure. <laughs> it's, 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 they're it's supposed it's novel. to be awkward yeah yeah no it is isn't the graphic novel and, and, it, and in fairness it is supposed to be awkward and it is supposed to be a bit a little bit comical, but I don't know why, but it just made me cringe in a way that, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It just, it was, it was.
1: So in the graphic novel, when he climaxes, one of them presses a button and the fire shoots out of the spaceship at the end. Is that what happens in the graphic novel? I Because that was awful in the movie when <laughs> he's like, I'm done. And then <laughs> and they've got the worst sex song <laughs> in the world with that version of, um, oh gosh, what was it? Yeah. Was it? Hilarious? It's just awful. Yeah. Everything about um, that scene—it's uh, yes. horribly shot. It's—it I don't, couldn't care less the way it was in the book. The, the um, funny, it's a horrible the scene. Funny,
2: the funny thing about that is—and is, I swear, Zack Snyder's trying to rip me. There is—he's uh, <laughs> he, he's out to get me. I swear to God. There's a there's a trailer out for the Snyder cut of um, Justice League because you know that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, and there's a trailer out for it. Which showing some of the scenes that are going to be in the, in the cut. I'm interested to see what it's like, but they in the for the trailer they used um, that same song that's used in the sex scene in Watchmen. Hallelujah! It's sung like this, someone else. Thank God. But uh, I was I was pushing it I was like, I know this song from Son of a Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, that was. And all the comments on the YouTube video, were just like, wait a minute, this is from the sex scene. Oh yeah, but, but yeah, I, again, I, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's a weird thing because I, I, I'm not sure I can pinpoint any one thing that unsettles me about the movie or, or or upsets me, but it's just, it's just a general feeling watching it, and in some of the performances, and in in the way, and like you say, it's a, it's a weird thing to kind of call out because it is, you know, more or less shot, a shot for shot rendition of a graphic novel, and oftentimes, you know, comic book fans are screaming out for that, and like, why did they change this? Why did they change that? No, no, no. all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's just just some stuff in it that just didn't really
0: stick the landing for me. But I think that is actually the problem, because if you go panel by panel, on you know, what essentially. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's a medium, it's a visual medium meant for a graphic novel. It, it's not meant for film, yeah. and the actors and actresses probably need a bit more freedom.
1: Direct. Yeah, a bit more, a bit more
0: direction, a bit more freedom. Yeah. You know, I think some things are just never going to translate that well yeah. from a comic to film. You know, and
2: and you're right, maybe that is maybe that isn't. Maybe, you know, all this time we as comic book fans have been going, Oh, why don't they keep everything the same and why did they change this thing and yada yada yada? In actual fact, the reality is you do have to change certain things to make it work on in in a movie because just doing a straight like for like, shot for shot version, you know, maybe that just maybe that maybe that you're be right, maybe that's just where it falls flat. It just doesn't just doesn't quite work you need someone with a creative vision to say, okay, I'm going to take this and translate it into a movie format that makes sense and, um, you know, gets the pacing right and tells the same sort of story, but in a slightly different way to make it work. So, yeah.
0: But this is, this is the whole point with Schneider. He, he doesn't do character development. He doesn't really do layers that well. He doesn't, he doesn't bring much to the table on that front. He's very good at big set pieces, uh, bright, shiny colors and, and, and visuals and spending a big budget. I mean, I didn't even, I,
2: Slow I, mo- I, mo- I, mo- I,
0: yeah, exactly. I saw, um, 300 IMAX before this and it, it didn't do much for me. I mean, it was a bit different, you know, I, I could easily. So I, I,
2: have not read a comic of 300, so I, me neither. Sadly, so I, can't, so I kind of went in there and like I had no idea what was what to expect. And then I watched it. And I was like, yeah, okay, it was, you know, it, was a style. it. Yeah, it was. It was. Def- I looked at. it I was like, that's definitely style over substance. But I just thought it was just an action movie. I didn't really. I I just had it down as an action movie. I didn't really have it down as anything. Then with, any, with much more depth than that.
0: No, um, and I think you know, and that and that's fine. That's not really necessarily a problem. You know, he did something. I think three hundred broke new ground in what it was, what it looked like, and he did yeah. some good work. But it, it, it's not—I mean, it's not a film I particularly want to watch again. I don't think yeah. you know, it has no rewatch. It's a, about a one,
2: it's a bit of a one-trick pony.
0: It is exactly.
2: In fact, I think Snyder is a bit of a one-trick pony, which is <laughs> which I think which I think is good because if you look at three hundred, if you look at. Um, What's the one with the girls in the, um, in the home? Um, oh. Uh, Sucker
0: Punch. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, yeah.
2: Yeah, Sucker Punch. And Punch. Watch, like, Punch. All visually, you know, like, great and, you know, shot excitingly or whatever. Um, but it, it does feel a bit like a visual, you know, Visualistic style, one trick pony, and I'm going to be really interested to see this. Yeah, exactly, and I'll be really interested to see this Justice League thing because he's been banging on about it and complaining that a lot of the ideas that he had were stripped out of the movie, and it's going to be a completely different movie. So I'm interested because this will, to me. This not not make or break. Cause I'm sure he'll get work again. I'm not sure. I doubt he's going to be destitute, but I think this could be a bit of a reputational make or break for him because he's he's said a lot about how you know his artistic vision wasn't realised in Justice League, and um, if he has any sort of artistic vision. <laughs> it will be be, uh, fully on display well the thing
0: is I love I mean a a big zombie fan big George America fan so Mm. I think his remake of Dawn of the Dead is excellent you know but again it it doesn't need to be any more than a big budget version of the original you know the original didn't exactly have much kind of kind of, of development or anything in it, or, you know, a particularly complicated story. So yeah. it was quite easy to do a better job. Well, not a better job, but do, but, but a modern, a modern retelling of it with a bigger budget. You know, he, he didn't do anything particularly outside of the box, but it was just well shot. And it was the first zombie movie that ever had a decent budget so it kind of it added so much to the genre because you yeah. know it was, a, it was a you know every zombie film before that was the effect, effectively a B movie low budget and this you know this just did something different
2: yeah. but but it's actually that kid at school that's like really good at tracing stuff but never draws anything freehand
0: <laughs> oh <my laughs> gosh
1: how long you have know, you been sitting on that one that's yeah. really
2: good no, it literally just came to me it's, just, it's like He's great at like doing a version of someone else's work but actually coming up with something creatively by himself. I don't, I, I mean you know, I'm deriding the guy, I haven't got a creative bone in my body but, you know, hey so I'll show up can say what the fuck I want. Um, <laughs> but,
0: well I suppose, because Sucker Punch and 300 are based on comics aren't they?
2: Uh, 300 is Sucker Punch? I'm not sure. It, I mean it seems hmm. like it would it, it look. Like I mean, every Snyder film does. To be fair, so. Um,
0: yeah. Oh no no no! Based yeah. on an original concept, so I'm wrong. Wow! Yes, was it sucker punch. Yeah, yeah, psychopath, psychopath. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. it co-written by. It was co-written by him and Steve Shibuya. Probably pronounced that wrong. Um, but at least, yeah. yeah, okay. There's some originality, but that was utter crap.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm I'm so glad you, you you brought that one up. I mean, yeah, that it's film. T- I mean,
3: it, it, it's
2: yeah. I mean, it had some interesting concepts, but I mean, uh, it it's one of those things. It's one of those kind of films that, on paper, if someone told you, the kind of concepts of it you'd be like okay that sounds interesting like you know analysis into you know sexual violence and you know oppression and you know psychological whatever um but then the, the way he just displayed it to you it's like uh, okay you just a bunch of girls on around in the bikinis that's basically what happened there with machine guns cool
0: <laughs> but i think he only did that because let's face it um, 300 and 301 the sequel or whatever it was, but I, both, that, yeah. I don't know, neither have I. But both those films are effectively just gay porn, as far as I'm concerned. So I think Sucker Punch is just, I don't What's
2: know, film director? holy smokes! I know, Low key, low key porn films,
0: yeah. I mean, they are if you if you if you watch either of them, it's it's you know. I think I think sucker punch. He he just got a small group of fourteen or thirteen year olds and said, you know what? How, how God, many man. how many <laughs> women oh, are right. dressed in you know? <laughs> I
3: you
2: really
0: talk about it. But yeah, anyway, I think I think we've we've probably gone a bit off off topic, yeah, but. Oh, point point he is. <laughs> so, Iman, what about yourself? I mean, what are you a fan of um, Mr. Schneider? Do you feel the same way? No,
1: uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not specifically. I remember, I mean, all I can really say about him, I think is I, I had really high expectations of the fact that he was doing uh, Man of Steel, um, I think coming visually from 300. I was very excited by what, you know, we, we what we would see as a result of um, that kind of, you know, uh, visual artistic kind of interpretation of it, and I was very excited. And uh, no, I I you know I've we've spoken I think uh, before before about stuff like this, and uh, particularly with uh, Batman vs Superman, and uh, I don't hold out any hopes or expectations for for justice league um in terms of i i can't see how uh it's gonna be amazing. yeah it it could be but he still stood by batman versus superman which is you know the the film that really (laughs) i I kind of it's like i judge every single person in that movie like how did you anyway i don't want to go too far off topic but i do want to say uh, i do i think he, he has an incredible artistic kind of uh uh style at times he can do things you know 300 is visually incredible there are some wonderful elements to it um and you know he deserved to have kind of really made a a a big name for himself off of you know kind of what he put together for for elements of that movie uh i do want to come out in in i'm by no means saying you guys are bashing it at all but uh, i do want to come out and just something um as regards to Watchmen, in that again, the only one of the three of us who hadn't seen the graphic novels or, or hadn't read them uh, before or after, but uh, I, I thought Watchmen did a. I think for me, it's a, it's definitely a thumbs up movie. Uh, ending aside, just parking that for a moment. But I I, I actually thought visually it was it was great. Uh, I've said uh, you know we spoke I think about Watchmen a few episodes ago, uh, well a few more episodes about fifteen episodes ago. But um, I I cited that opening. 10 minutes of i think the comedian's death and then that incredible montage to the the bob dylan song which kind of surmises the events prior to the film i think that's a stunning 10 minutes of film um i I think you know the way that we for the amount of characters that were given the attention that they were that manhattan kind of sequence of events where they talk about how he got his powers and just i i I thought it was i thought it was a really good film um i i again i watched it again a couple days ago in preparation for this and i think it holds up and um i think people that uh uh i guess anyone that's not having any connection to the the books or graphic novels or anything like that and if you watch and you don't like it i guess i kind of like wow really like what is it you uh sort of weren't taken by or anything like that but um, i appreciate people can have a connection to uh the source material for anything, you know, um beyond just this movie. But uh, I, I thought it, it was a it was a strong achievement I would have cited the film as well you're wrong and here's why. So <laughs> <laughs> here's why. Listen to the past forty minutes and this is and that's why
0: <laughs> it is it is weird though because the T V series um has been critically, you know well and I I enjoyed it. Um, and again, I'll try and avoid spoilers. But it, it's weird that there are some things in the TV series which, the more and more I think about them, I'm like, really, would that character have done that? And would if if um, Alan Moore had written it, would that happen? Is that really a content, you know a continuation of of the plot? So people tend to be generally. Uh, more forgiving, I think. At the moment, maybe maybe in time that will change. And mm-hmm. um, I don't think. Well, that, it's obviously got got such good reviews and probably got such good viewership that they want to make. Um, you know, That's they, they want to make more, don't they? But the the director. I've forgotten his name now. That's terrible. What's the director of the TV series? It is... Eamon Lindelhoff. Got that one. God damn it. <laughs> Help me Google so, for the last time. So he's basically... He said that he's not going to do any more, that it, it was... It, it was its own self-contained thing that he wanted to do and he, he never wanted to to create more than what that was. But, oh, he also did Lust as well. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, he's done some good stuff, and I think he did a good job of it. But it is interesting that yeah, I don't know. Particularly, uh, I can't really go into it. But there there are things about about Doctor Manhattan, um, and that that itself is a major spoiler that I've mentioned his name. Um, Come back to me. What, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, certain characters in the TV series from the original, uh, yeah, it there you you do have to sort of um take a deep breath and sort of just accept the story as it is because it is a bit weird. But but yeah, I think I think Iman you're right. Overall, Watchmen is still a good film. I st I still enjoy it i do agree with a lot of tj's points about some fairly flat acting some you know i don't know pedestrian scenes and i definitely agree that the ending could have been handled a lot better uh but largely it got it it did more things right than i think it did wrong And when you compare recent DC movies, it it certainly holds up better than a lot. Obviously, if you compare it to anything in the Marvel universe, you might be struggling, but it's not far off some of the... I don't know, it's it's not far off maybe an Ant-Man or Mm. Iron Man 2 or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. So I think anyone's got any more for any more we've probably reached a conclusion do we are we able to tell our audience uh what the the third in the series is going to be or are we keeping it secret uh
1: did we did we reveal yeah i'm happy to i'll I'll say that the title of the movie it'll be my pick and i'll give you the title of the movie and no further information uh but the my pick for the movie of which i would Drastically changed the ending to uh, is the Dark Night Rises, and I'll say no more.
0: Wow. Okay. Well,
1: actually, you started me off. Now,
0: here's why. What... <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I look forward to that one. Um, no, your that... mic
1: should have cut off just at that point, just to give
2: a quick <laughs> ending. Feel my cheese <laughs> do it in post. I saw that in post. <laughs>
0: So yeah, join us for the third and final part in our Change the Ending series, where Iman will be regaling us on why Dark Knight Rises should drastically, no less, be changed.
2: Also, you do realise the third film in most franchises is always the shittiest one in the three, right? So,
1: <laughs> Oh no, this is the thing, I thoroughly enjoy that movie. I love that movie. I'd even go as far as to say that it's literally that last five minutes. It is literally the ending where I will go. No,
0: okay, save it for the next book. Save Save it it. (laughs) it. all in the voice of Bane. Because we're we're (laughs) (laughs) on about every third film. This week's episode of
1: (laughs) wasn't that Yogi Bear?
3: (laughs) Oh boy! boy, boy. (laughs)
0: thank you all for tuning in and join us next time
3: now I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord but you don't really
0: Welcome everybody to the Close Encounters, no fuck, what are we?